So hey folks, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast, the Making Quarantine Juicy series. You know, this intention for this series is to bring a source of hope, love, insight, and laughter for people in these uncertain times. So here's Crazy Juicy Love, Making Quarantine Juicy. So hey guys, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. Yes, making quarantine juicy. So I'm so excited to be doing this uh, podcast, you know, as a love and relationship coach. I really just wanted to provide some value for people out there who are dealing with a lot of things. And um, this particular podcast that I'm doing right now is really inspired by a friend who lost his best friend due to the coronavirus. So... Um, this is for you and guys, please don't forget to rate, subscribe and leave comments in the box. Your comments are very vital to podcasters. So here we go. How to heal from loss or deal with loss during quarantine time. So, you know, I'll give you a little backstory. So my friend, you know, he roommate with his best friend for almost 30 years. And, you know, he called me almost every day up until the moment. And, you know, I'm really grateful that he shared that with me because it really got me to really tap into myself and being kind and being passionate to making a difference with what, where I am my abilities as a coach right now and to really make an impact hopefully make an impact on what people are really dealing with right now and so you know as I was talking to him you know it, it one day it really inspired me to this quote or this sort of uh, scenario came to my mind um, Oprah and Gary Zukov. if you don't know about Gary Zukov, guys you have to look into Gary Zukov. He wrote a book called The The Seed of the Soul, which is, I mean, life-changing for me. And also, um, look up The Seed of the Soul, Super Soul Sunday with uh, Oprah and Gary Zukov because that, that, (laughs) that episode, like, woke something up in me. And it was one particular moment in the show where Gary is talking to, they re- the moment actually was an old moment. Um, so they were just playing clips from uh, the first time Gary was on the show. And this particular Super Soul Sunday was the anniversary of the book, The Fate of the Soul. So so he was talking to one of the parents who um, initially she lost, she had twin boys and the husband and wife, they were still grieving over uh, the second child that died Um, within maybe a month after birth and currently the second child uh, the first child um, was still living he was 10 years old so you know he was asking her if you dwell in the loss you will miss out on what is available for you right now you will miss out on the gifts that that child that you lost will when you dwell in the loss, you miss out on the gifts that are there for you. You miss out on the gifts that that child was put on this earth for you. And not only that, but you will miss out on the joy of your son or the people in your life right now. If you're dwelling in the past, you want to start looking 
or asking yourself, what are the gifts that this person has given me? What uh, what am I learning? Well, love and life, what can I give? What I can contribute? Like every person that are that is in our life right now are giving us gifts to expand in love, expand in life, to be better than who we are today and to really give that back to others. So I really want, I really encourage you guys to really, um, to look out for the seed of the soul and really look it up and let me know in the comments, like, what do you think of the episode? And so, you know, three, I came up with three tips that has helped me and my clients during difficult times of loss and breakup. And I think it's really relevant to right now. So, you know, one of the first tips I have is cry, 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 get it out. You know, um, and I got this from Psychology Today, which really, when I was going through a breakup, that was the first, they had these steps, and it was the first, first thing that uh, was one of the steps. And also, and also I saw a similar um, article, for, I think, from Tiny Buddha, was saying, crying is releasing. And a, a piece from, you know, Psychology Today, they say crying makes us feel better even when a problem persists. In addition to cycle, uh, physical detoxation, emotional tears, it helps heal the heart. You do not want to hold back your tears. You know, sometimes patients say, please excuse me from crying. You know, I was trying hard not to. It makes me feel weak. Uh, and according to psychology today, it is not a form of weakness. It is a form of release. It's a form of healing. So when my friend was going through this, you know, thing, uh, you know, making the tough decision to pull the plug, you know, he was trying to hold back his emotions. And I said, no, do not hold back your emotions. Your your emotions are there because you are um, experiencing something. They're there for a purpose. Allow it to pass through you. Do not suppress your emotions. Just like let it flow um, and don't fight it. Don't resist those emotions, you know, and he he sort of broke down on the phone, which he just like just let it out, and he felt so much better. Um, you know, and I was uh, reminding me of like you know I and I had never been in this position before either, but I did have a conversation with my mother one day. I'm not sure what sparked this conversation of like what happens to one of us if some kind of accident or life changing event causes us to be on a ventilator or on life support. What do you want me to do? And it was a very uncomfortable uh, conversation with my mother. And my mother said, you know, for her, pull the plug. Do not have me on the ventilator. And then she posed a question back to me, which is unexpected because I never, I just, I was there for her and not expecting her to be there for me. And she asked me, what does she want me to do? And I, and I had a hard time asked like answering and I said I guess I pulled the plug you know I just like uh it was just so difficult for me to like get it out of my mouth so guys it is a perfect time right now to really have these difficult conversations and it's it's not saying that you're going to die or anything tragic is going to happen to you right now but life happens things happen like right now you see Things happen and unexpected things happen. 
And a lot of families are left with, they don't know what to do. They don't know if any funds are left, how to pay the bills, what to do with the house. Like this conversation is very important so you can have a plan just in case. It is not like you're dwelling and like something is going to happen. You want to prepare your family and friends and your loved ones just in case something happens. So uh, have those conversations um, with the people you love, even your best friends, even if you're single. You know, talk to your best friends, talk to your parents, um, especially if you have older parents, talk to them, you know, and um, get clarity. Ask them where, you know, the insurance paper's at because you, you don't want to be scrambling around at the last minute. So, and especially it's important to know because you have a checklist and you have um, something to instructions that is going to help you during that time because when you're in an emotional state when something happens it's hard to like really focus and concentrate and if you have it all written on a paper and it's all organized now it make it much easier for families and friends uh, when when a moment comes so always try to be prepared and have these conversations uh, number two forgiveness forgiveness is very vital you know, um, you know, guys, some, some of us are holding on to some serious resentments and have said some nasty things or never, ever have you said, I love you to the people that, you know, are surrounding you because of some, some little thing that happens and in your head, you are holding on to it and you haven't forgiven them. And now is not the time. You know, one, forgive yourself for holding on to that thing. That is the very first thing to do. Look in the mirror, look in your eyes, and ask for forgiveness. And two, make amends with yourself. Like, forgiveness is making amends with yourself and healing yourself for holding on and letting go. And, you know, I'm going to read this uh you know, a piece of psychology today is my best friend. You know, forgiveness is the release of resentment and anger. Forgiveness does not mean condoling what the person did, but it's really meant for you from holding on to resentment um, for what that person or what you have done to the other person. One doesn't have to return to the same relationship or uh, accept the same harmful behaviors of the offender, but you can forgive this person or forgive yourself for what has happened. Forgiveness is vital and vitally important for the mental health uh, of those who've been victimized. It propels people forward rather than keeping them emotionally engaged in the injustice or the trauma. Forgiveness has a guard against anger, stress, anxiety, and depression. So, you know, even though you forgive that person, it's like, you know, it's a deflection. Like, hey, you know, what you're saying right now doesn't, I, I, hey, uh, this is over for me. I'm, you're still holding on to this, but I'm moving on from this. It's helping you move on from the issue, you know. And also, you know, forgiveness for yourself is like healing, you know. It is critical this time to really letting go of all this resentment and anger and anxiety um, to stay healthy. It is important to stay healthy and stress and anxiety and anger only helps 
you to uh, call in sickness and weaken the, the immune system. Okay, so forgiveness. Forgiveness is vital. Practice forgiveness. And number three is do not dwells in, dwell in the shoulds. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I tell you, that is a downward spiral, spiral to depression. You know, rarely is dwelling on the past is a positive thing. Nor shall it ever will, nor shall it be or ever will be. Thinking too much about the times gone by typically typically keeps the mind and the life stuck. I'm going to read that again. Dwelling in the shoulda, coulda, wouldas keep your mind stuck and living in the past. And you cannot even see the gifts, the joy, life, or even participate in life happening right now. Folks, life is happening right now. Life is happening right now. So take those words out of your vocabulary. The shoulds, the woulds, coulda, they should have been here. He should have been here. They could have done more. I could have done more. I wish I would have done that. I do not dwell in those that language. Take those words out of your language. Start saying, I'm going to. Here is what I'm going to do. Here is what I'm, I'm creating today. I'm choosing to live right now in this moment by doing X, Y, and Z. You know, what is this moment teaching me right now about love, life? Like, ask questions that are going to give you actions to live life, a vital, healthy life right now. So, guys, those are my tips, and I hope you enjoy that, you know, reiterating Cry, cry, cry. Number two, forgiveness. Forgiveness, ugh, so great. And making amends with yourself. And three, do not dwell in the shoulds, coulds, and woulds. So this is your love and relationship coach. And I guess I'll ask myself that question. What am I learning in uh, this current moment? I, I, you know, I'm learning how much I have to give. And... Um, learning how to be there and be a good listener. Like I've, I've been getting calls from friends and family and just offering my services and what they're dealing with and using my skills to help them in their relationships, you know, uh, and it's been so helpful to see them grow and make changes and like just really using my gift to be of service to people, like really tapping into my gift, really tapping into my creativity and giving back where it needs to be given and giving, learning how to give unconditionally without any conditions. So that's what I'm learning um, during this quarantine. Um, Once again, guys, please rate, subscribe, and leave comments and share this podcast if it was beneficial. So this is Jimmy Allen with Crazy Juicy Love, making quarantine juicy. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And if you really like this podcast, please share it. Twitter, Instagram, or on your webpage. Thank you. Crazy Juicy Love.